Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jeffrey has made some progress in his self-improvements and that gave him some confidence, too much confidence. He started to believe that he knew it all and so he stopped learning and eventually he stopped improving. Adonis. Adonis has made insane progress in life but he holds the frame that he is a lifelong student and so Adonis continues learning, improving and growing. Look at this clip of a dumbass YouTuber that I just found. Your biggest problem is your lizard brain. You're probably not gonna believe me, but I don't even hear mine anymore. When you first hear that pride is a sin in Christianity, you're probably wondering why. You've probably wanted to be proud of yourself all of this time. You wanted to build a body that you're proud of. For Christians, pride is a deadly sin because it worships yourself in front of God. And now for guys who aren't so religious, just for our own self-improvement, pride is actually still a problem. Pride increases your ego's power and it masks your limitations. It stunts your growth. I'm gonna tell you a personal story and it's a little bit embarrassing. I went through the red pill transformation and my pride skyrocketed. I thought I should have pride. I thought I should be proud of my body and my body count in terms of how many girls I had slept with. After my first year of being sexually active, I slept with about 15 girls. And honestly, I felt better than everyone because of that. Like it was, it was so mind blowing to me that even a bunch of friends didn't even believe it at all. That's how like you know, different it's, it felt. That's how much it felt like I made so much significant progress. And so I felt better than the guys on the red pill. I stopped reading it. I don't need to read this stuff anymore. None of these guys are even getting laid and I'm getting all the girls here. 
So what do you think happened? I stopped learning. I stopped improving. I started getting feelings for girls that I shouldn't have been getting feelings for because I wasn't actively reading and honing in my skills anymore. I failed so many more shit tests than I actually had to. I stunted my own growth for years, for literally years. I stunted my growth. I got into relationships that wasn't ideal because I had the pride and the ego to think that I didn't need this red pill stuff anymore. I lost years of my life to pride and you might be able to say something similar and so what's the cure to pride humility but I don't feel any shame at all I'm as proud as ever Prince Zuko pride is not the opposite of shame but its source true humility is the only antidote to shame humility is what causes growth and I know that it sounds like a little bit of a a negative word you don't want to be humiliated you don't want to feel embarrassed but humility is actually a skill that I'll be honest I only started leveling up very very recently I feel like I've had a pretty big growth and I think if you're a little bit younger than me or if you're a little bit earlier on your self-improvement trajectory you might not have ever actually heard of humility being a skill because I didn't up until recently and you've probably wanted to be proud you've probably wanted to experience pride in your life of your achievements pride is problematic pride seems like the right thing to have in terms of our social life and the ego and being able to you know flex your big muscles and to stunt about your business's success it feels like that's the right thing to have right now but that's only because of the modern day world that we live in and you know we're all influenced by social media humility is what's going to aid your self-improvement more now you'll probably think okay fair enough I, I kind of understand what you're saying but what if I have gotten an achievement that I want to feel proud for I've now realized that pride is almost entirely negative pride is like that you know that proud person who won't take new information, new knowledge because he's too proud, he, he already knows. That's what pride is. What you're experiencing, what we've kind of confused with pride is gratitude. We are grateful for our achievements. We are so happy about our achievements, but pride is like, pride blinds you. Humility opens your eyes. That's such a good way to put it. Humility, having humility, lowers your ego and it opens your eyes to your limitations so that you actually can still see what there is to improve and most people you watching this don't have enough humility do you know what is a common thing that i hear from young guys on the self-improvement is ah oh, i've got a little bit of time but i just i don't really know what else to do i don't know what else to improve that's because of ego those guys would heavily benefit from humility to take the time to sit there and say, you know what, I'm a 20 year old dumbass. There's like 500 different things that I could improve on right now. Of course there is. Ego blinds you from that. Ego makes you believe that you're doing everything you need to do because you're ticking the boxes on the habit tracker. Ego makes you think, oh, I've, I've meditated for five minutes today, so now I can go play video games because, you know, that's as much as I can, I can do. Humility says, no, I've meditated for five minutes, but there's 24 hours in the day and I, I still have like an extra two hours. And you know what? I think I would benefit from meditating for five times as long. I'm going to give it a try. Humility actually lets you see your weak points and that's how you actually improve them. It's just that in our social world, humility seems like a bad skill to be leveling up but in your personal growth humility is very profitable so i will be the first to sacrifice some of my pride in replacement for humility near the start of this video i showed you an old a kind of older not even that older a, a video that's a couple months old where i said that i don't even hear my lizard brain anymore 
that was my ego talking. I wanted to be like the big, big boss, you know, who says like, oh, I don't even pro have problems with this stuff. Yes, I do. You dumbass younger Hamza, just, oh, I don't even hear the, the lizard Brit. Of course you do. I still hear it to this day. And in fact, this is how dangerous it is, right? That pride, that ego that caused me to make that video and to fully convince myself that I don't hear the lizard braid anymore actually led to me becoming so much more lenient with my self-improvements. So the times when my brain, my lizard brain, would tell me to skip the workout or it tell me that it's okay to eat the junk food, it was like because I had already said that I don't have the lizard brain anymore, suddenly I was thinking, oh yeah, this is like the PFC, this is the the clear part of my mind the real part telling me what's good and what's what's not and so i skipped a, a workout or two over the last few months i ate more junk food over the last few months than i did the months before that because the months before that i had humility i had the humility to know that my lizard brain was untrustworthy the moment that i i made some progress and i declared that i don't have the lizard brain anymore i wasn't critical of it anymore and you know obviously i've still made pretty good progress and whatever but like Maybe what I've just said then, the way that I had to like clarify that, oh, I've still made pretty good progress. Make sure you please, make sure you please, please uh, still watch my videos. Make sure you trust me still. But we think that without pride, we won't have an influence in people. We won't have status and success. And I'm beginning to realize that it's actually the opposite way around, that with humility, you'll actually have more influence. You'll actually have more success because humility is me thinking, you know what? I'm still a beginner at this self-improvement stuff. It's only like I've been on it for a couple of years and I've been, you know, full time on it for like less than a year. I'm still a complete beginner. And if I keep this mindset, if I keep this humility, say, you know what? I'm not actually that good at self-improvement. I will strive to be better. The past few months before I started thinking about ego, I was already at this moment where I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I've done as much as I can. Like I'm, I'm at the, the, the height of the level and there's nothing else I can improve. Well, that stunted my growth because you can always keep growing. If you feel like there's nothing to grow in, it's because your ego is blinding you. Your pride is blinding you from your limitations. And a big transformation I've went through recently that you might have seen in my videos is knowing that ego and this sense of worth is what at least fueled my desire for promiscuity. I don't know if I said that, promiscuity. The, it's like a, yeah, whatever the word is. It's like the word for wanting to have casual sex with lots of different girls. Now, I've wanted to do that because in my mind, getting a big number count, getting a high number count of like girls that I'd slept with, sleeping with 20 girls, 50 girls, that seemed important and it was only literally a couple of weeks ago where I sat down and actually dove into it. And I, I realized the reason why it seemed important was out of ego. It seemed like that's what the world would respect. And after being introspective and writing a few pages down on my journal, I realized that the only people who respect that are other damaged, high ego guys. Like the other guys who are just younger than me, who are very, very similar to the younger Hamza, who literally get their sense of worth from their fucking dating profile apps and like how many matches they get. Like I, I still do, I still like boast about how many like matches that I get and it's it's all based on ego. Ego fueled this purpose because it wasn't even just a goal. My purpose for a couple of years was to sleep with as many girls as possible. It was literally my purpose. And the issue with a goal like this, even though there's probably a young dumbass watching this right now who thinks, yeah, like me too, that's fucking sick. Let's go, let's go fuck some bitches, Hamza. The issue with this type of, this purpose, if this is your main goal is that you will never truly be satisfied. It's such a horrible goal to put onto yourself because you're never gonna be satisfied because your ego needs constant affirmation that it's good enough. 
And of course, you're gonna go through periods where for a couple of weeks, maybe months, you don't sleep with a new girl and you're literally not going to be fulfilling your purpose for a couple of weeks or a couple of months and that hurts because your ego is tied to that. Your purpose is sleeping with girls or your, your purpose might be something just fueled by ego, by pride. It takes humility to shrug your shoulders and say, you know what, I don't really care about my body count. I don't care if I'm sleeping with lots of girls anymore. It takes humility to do that and weirdly, that humility, that that nonchalance of not caring about your number count, not caring about desperately wanting to get laid actually gets you laid more often because you're not coming to these these situations with women with like this little creepy desperate vibe where you fuck anything that moves. Quite frankly, I'll have some humility right now. That's the type of guy I am. That's the type of guy I've been for all of my sexual life is that I will fuck anything, bro. Like. I've got high standards for a relationship. I've got like a strong vetting process. I've got like, I won't get into a relationship with a girl up until like a while in, like my previous girl, it was like two years first, be, be an unofficial first. I've got a strong process for the relationship, but in terms of just having sex, because of the, the ego benefit of increasing your body count, I would have slept with any girl. And so I did. Like there wasn't, like, I don't know, we're getting a little bit unfiltered. Yeah, let's have a quick unfiltered section, Sam. Can we have the edit? All right, let me tell you, I think that you probably might have seen there was a video I made where I dove into the, uh, more about my sex life. But in this time, what I'll do is I will be like, you know, I'm gonna set the example for you. I'm gonna take the humility right now. So I'm gonna tell you some of the embarrassing things I've done because. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think the humility is going to help me and hopefully it's going to help you as well. And so one of them is, yes, I achieved this purpose. I achieved this goal. I got like a pretty high number count. I'll be honest, I don't know what my number count is. I don't think I've said that on YouTube or I've not really told many people this, but I don't know what my number count is. If I had, when I guess, when someone asks me to guess, I usually just say 50 because it's just like the random number. But after a while, unless you're like fully keeping track of your number count, I know if you got, you know, you're, if you haven't slept with too many girls, you're probably wondering, wait, that's, that can't be right. How do you like not know? You obviously just count, right? And you'd have it in your mind. After like a certain amount, I thought I would know exactly. I thought I'd have like a list of people's names. And I did actually have that at one point when I like on my first year of sleeping with girls. But after that, it, after sleeping with like girls for my first year, it got to the point where like, I just didn't see so much value in the actual number in the list and more so in the experience of my friends and people who knew me seeing me pick up girls, seeing me pull girls in clubs. And so that was more of like what my focus was. But 
roughly my number would be about, let's say 30 to 40 to 50, somewhere in that range. Probably a little bit lower on, on the lower side of that, probably about 35 to 40. But this is only over a couple of years. Like this is only over about three and a half years, but the last while of that, the last like two years or so, I only slept with like a couple of girls because I was dating long term. So most of my number count came in the first 16, 18 months of my, my sexual life. And so it was very, very often where I was sleeping with a couple of new girls per month. And that gave me that big ass ego. That gave me that, that huge vibe where I was literally active on Snapchat and Instagram, just like, you know, on my story, posting all these little videos of me and these girls because because the thing is damaged people would reply to me and give me validation for that. My ego got increased because it actually did seem and it was beneficial. It was giving me some kind of status, but it's only when I look back now and I have the humility to say, the people it was giving me status with were damaged themselves. Only damaged guys look up to a damaged guy who's acting as a damaged guy would. And so if you're watching this right now and you've suddenly got more respect for me because I said, oh, I've slept with 30 girls, you are damaged. You probably hurts to say this, probably you're, you're probably thinking, what a prick after I say this, but you probably got abused by your parents. This is what causes people to go on like rampant sexual, sexual rampages to like sleep with lots of girls. It's because something up inside of you happened. something someone hurt you your parents hurt you you get your feeling of success and connectivity not through quality relationships that actually make you happy but through the social media stunts and that's the shit that i like you can tell i despise because all of the things i'm doing on this dopamine detox go against society's influence have the humility to not allow society to influence your big decisions in life and your, your relationships and your sex life is a huge, huge part of your life. It's a huge part, no, no one can downplay that. It's like your relationships are a huge, probably one of the biggest parts of your life. And if that's fueled by social media, if that's fueled by this social influence of the, you know, wanting your boys to see you pull girls, you're not doing it for you. You're not the one benefiting from it. You just want a brief thought in a friend's mind that, oh, Hamza's just got an attractive girl. Oh, nice one, mate. Nice, I saw you with that girl. Like, that used to make me feel so good when my boys would say that. Like, oh, Hamza, the girls you had yesterday and you kissed so many girls in the club. And like, I would be in the club and if I'd go speak to, I would approach like a fucking madman in the club. I'm still some, somewhat, I'm still like, happy for that because it required like it trained my skills and so i'd be speaking to girls in the club i'd be kissing them i'd be making out with them and grinding on them and, shit. and eventually near the end of the night i'd end up still approaching girls and literally I'd, like my ego would feel so satisfied when the girls would say like wait hang on you you've literally kissed like 20 girls in the club today and then i'd get them because obviously pre-selection whatever that used to fuel me and I used to think like, wait, this, this girl likes me. But again, I'm looking back and thinking, why are you letting your ego be fueled by damaged people? Because a girl who's attracted to that, a girl who's attracted to a guy who's kissed 20 girls in the club is damaged. Your boys who see you kiss that many girls and actually think it's a good thing are damaged. You who's doing it are is damaged. All of that's just to fuel your ego because your ego, your, your internal perception of yourself is not good enough. You think you're a piece of shit. Once you actually value yourself, once you've got the humility to improve your weaknesses and you love your life, truly, truly love your life, not through hedonistic or anything like you philosophically, spiritually and mentally and whatever ways there are to love yourself. When you love yourself, you don't need to impress other people. You're doing all of this. If you're watching this video and you want to have like a similar trajectory of me, you're doing this because you want to impress other people. 
Now, one time soon, very soon, I am going to give you a full guide on how to live this life, on how to be the, the, the player and the fuckboy and how to do this properly because you're probably going to go about it for the wrong reason, but at the same time, it is a very, very, very worthwhile pursuit to do for a couple of years because that at least got me to the point now where I'm, I'm at this stage where I'm actually, you know, saying it wasn't that great and I've got the humility for it but the reason why I get to I have the privilege the reason why I have the privilege to say all this is because I experienced enough of it I've got like an eternal abundance mindset because of what I experienced and that's something I'm grateful for that's something that I wasn't doing it I wasn't doing it for this but it's just like a symptom of it now it's like my ego is actually reduced because not ego to be honest maybe it's still this is still pride and ego but I've got this feeling now where I feel secure in my relationships and my dating and sex life because I've had it before and that's probably ego and pride yeah because I'm saying you know I've had it all before but I've had it objectively I've had enough experiences where now I don't need to feel insecure when I don't sleep with a new girl in every couple of weeks every month or so so when I go a month without like sleeping with a new girl it used to make me feel very insecure it used to make me like somewhat anxious and now it's literally like I don't really even think about it up until I really you know talk about it like I'm doing now it's a tricky topic for me to actually give you advice on because I think that you could save years of your life if you don't exactly make pussy pride and ego your purpose but I am here today because I did that but then I maybe this is pride maybe this is ego but I don't actually think you could I think it's pretty hard to replicate what I've done not just with the date in life, with the early rampage of getting the body count and also this this very, very quick, like this transformation, this phys- philosophical transformations that I've been having in the last few months seems to take people like their entire lifetimes up until they're 40 or 50 years old to realize this and, and get into it. It seems like I've went through a very, very quick transformation and I'm not sure if that's entirely replicable. Again, this might be my ego and it might not be that quick of a transformation, but it seems objectively with how people are talking about it and people actually saying, wait, I'm really surprised that you reached this point of your transformation already. And so it's weird. If you could go through the exact same transformation as me and perhaps even go faster because of the fact that you're directly learning from me, you're directly learning from the guy who his purpose was getting the high body count, he did it, and then he moved on to the philosophical side of like, you know, the humility side of things. Perhaps you could do this in a much more efficient way. Tricky topic. I mentioned in this other video that I made that one of the admins in my Discord, a good friend of mine, he said that he argued slightly with this and he said, your transformation's good, but the your advice isn't really applicable because you've experienced that sexual life and you're telling guys, oh, don't even worry about it. So I think he said something where, like the water analogy or something where I'm here nice and hydrated and you're just thirsty. Like you've just got dry ass lips, dry ass elbows. Are you thirsty? And here I am with my abundance of water and I'm like, oh bro, are you thirsty? Don't be thirsty, bro. You don't even need water. That's essentially what's happening with this type of advice where you'll only feel like this. You'll only feel like, oh, you know, water's not that important. Pussy's not that important if you've got it already. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a chance that you'll be able to take what I say and hopefully let it slightly influence your decisions and your goal setting. At least the one practical thing I can leave you with is to 
truly, truly identify. Don't be a pussy. Don't just do this like quickly. Do not be a pussy with the, the advice I give out. If you're going to take the advice, you do it properly. You don't listen to the advice and then go watch another video. If you want to take this advice properly, do it properly. Be introspective, shut everything off, grab the journal, grab the pen, don't look at anything for a couple of hours, keep writing and write exactly what your true goals and your true intention is and keep asking why. Why is this my goal? Because you're gonna find if you're, if you're not a pussy, if you're able to be introspective, you're gonna write, okay, well, one of my goals is to get fit. I wanna have a muscular body, why? Uh, because it would uh, make me, give me pride and it would be really nice to have the muscle, why? because um, it would make me attractive. Why? Because I think getting the body and putting thousands of hours into my training might actually get me some pussy after a few years. There we go. And now do that with every other goal you've got. And you're gonna find that if you're truly, truly not a pussy, most of the goals that you wrote down are for the purpose of getting you laid. I find that many guys don't have the confidence to admit this. And pretty much it seems like most guys are in this position. Just most guys don't have the confidence to, to say that they're wanting to get a body count and to, to get laid. Because once they admit it, it's like they're open to fail to it. These are like what I call the fake cells kind of a tangent but actually i'm gonna explain because it's something i've had in my mind and we're in the unfiltered section anyway so i i created this term for myself called not for myself but for the dumbasses i see online called fake cell so there's incels and incel means involuntarily celibate this means that these guys are pretty ugly they're pretty like socially retarded and they say oh we're involuntarily celibate which means that girls don't want to sleep with us we'd we'd like to voluntarily sleep with girls to to not be celibate but we can't because girls won't sleep with us. And it's usually true because they are like pretty hideous type of guys and the personality is like ugly as f But then we've got fake cells. A lot of fake cells are actually religious as well, but they're still fake cells. These are the guys who say, I am voluntarily celibate. I am not having sex. I don't care much about sex because of religion or because of my philosophical mindset. Or I, I just don't care. I find these guys are still in cells. There's not many of guys in this position who actually have a higher SMV and they've actually had the opportunity to have sex. And so, I don't know what the point of this was, why I mentioned fake cells, but yeah, if you're a fake cell, well, yeah, the, the journaling to, you know, the practical advice of this video, if you are a fake cell, you probably won't do it properly. You'll have the ego and the pride and the lack of humility, which will stop you from admitting that you actually want to get laid, which isn't a big thing. It's not even a bad thing to say like, yeah, I'm a man, I want to have sex, but many guys won't admit that because of blue pill conditioning and just all around being a pussy and being like insecure about themselves. So yeah, maybe you're a fake cell. Maybe you're a little bitch who doesn't even have the confidence to say that he wants to have sex, but he truly does, obviously. Who knows? Go and do the hard work, especially if you don't feel like it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.